good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Um, welcome to the annual Best Song Ever shareholders meeting. Uh, my name is Luke LeBen. I am a host here. Love bringing you the new tunes. You know, we've got some really exciting things for Q3 planned. Uh, here to join me is my father and CEO of Best Song Ever Industries, Kevin Connor. Give him a hand, folks. K to the EV. K to the uh, EV. Uh, um, good, good remix there, right, Kevin? Yes, I am. Uh, I am as enthused about it as uh, Logan Roy was about his son's version in Succession. I'm assuming that's what that reference was. Oh, wait a second. These chairs are all just filled with mannequins. This isn't a shareholders meeting. You told me oh to get all the God. mannequins, Luke. Yeah, I was. I've been just so. The Succession season three teaser came out. I've been just so excited. I've been living in character as Kendall Roy, you know, making his famous sad face where he's like looking up. Um, and I told you, know, you, Luke, if you keep messing the podcast up like this, I was going to grind your bones into dust and make bread. Oh, that is, you did tell me you were going to grind my bones Several times. Bread. Well, I'm going to jump off the beanstalk here, and uh, we'll just get into our regular mini-sode. I'm going to try and be Luke, not Kendall. Luke, okay. I think I got it. Um, Kevin, you had a fun idea for our mini-sode. I uh, well, I was spending my weekend doing, as, uh, as all Americans should have done, watching the seminal flick independence day oh can we just talk about independence day for a second actually yeah, it rules um yeah it, it does um <laughs> it's awful but it rules no no it is it's um there are way too many shots of the one like dude who's like a army general and uh, he's got like brown hair that he's like is very thin. There's way too many shots of him going like, yeah, yeah, and like all those like <laughs> random soldiers celebrating. I was just like, oh my god, they could have cut this thing down by an hour if they took yeah. celebration. It's a long. Shots so out. what I did this this weekend was kind of a new thing for me with Independence Day because I do watch it like every year. I get in that mood. Uh, I watched it in. Like not real time, but in day segments over the oh, course yeah. of the See, weekend. That's the way to do it with any long movie because then you don't have that criticism like Justice League and all those. Like I watch those in installments anyway, so I don't yeah. hate them as much as everyone else does. So I watched July second on July second, oh, and then July third and July third and July fourth and July fourth. You nerd. Well, it. It just like it worked out that way, and like yeah. I, I I turned it on. I was like, I don't have all day to watch this, but I'll watch some of it. And then like it was like July third. I was like, well, I'm gonna turn this off now because that's a good breaking point. And uh, July second is the best part. Day one of just people getting oh, well, I, absolutely owned by the so, aliens rules. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Um, so I have three points to bring up about Independence Day. First off. Bill Pullman's daughter is Minnie Way Whitman. Minnie Way Whitman. She's like six yeah, years she's very old. Small. That's great. It was. I was like, holy shit! I recognized her face at one point. Um, the kid who plays Will Smith's son is also the kid who plays his cousin Nikki on Fresh Prince, which is weird. Uh, just because that yeah. same year he was playing his son and his cousin. But hey, you know, the actor takes the role that comes to them. 
I also like I know I know that this isn't true, but like Will Smith and Fresh Prince of Bel Air seems like ten years younger than Will Smith in Independence Day. One hundred percent. Like yeah. I mean, that man is in the military and like has had a storied career. Um, also, here's a fourth uh, sub note. Vivica Fox lives up to her last name. Am I right? Uh, she's <laughs> a fox. Um, and yeah, she's great too. Uh, Wait, you skipped although, three though. Yes, that was two point five. Um, but number three is that there is a Goldblum scene that I feel like is an underrated, like amazing Goldblum scene in okay. Independence Day. And Kyle and I rewound it multiple times to watch. It's when Will Smith's flying the alien spaceship and he does it backwards and goes, oops. Oops, no and oops. And Jeff like, oh, 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 oops, why did you say oops? Why, why are you saying oops there? I, okay. Dude, oops, I. Oops, that way. I always. <laughs> so ridiculous. I, I think I might have, like, made this up in my head, but he goes like, oh, oops, no, no oops, like. Like and I he, say he that says it at some point all the time. That's in like oh, really? I was even saying that to Annie. I was like I like forgot that I just a hundred percent like lifted that from Independence Day, and like every and time Kyle's I say oops, like, I'm like no oops, yeah no oops. And then he says why why don't you try it again without the oops that away? <laughs> <laughs> and um, Kyle was like you know the sign you know the line in the script was just. No oops or something like that. Yeah. And Jeff Goldblum just adds a paragraph. He of made a meal out of it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, it. Uh, those are my points about Independence Day. Great movie. I hadn't seen it in years and years and years, and very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, well, so my original point was that we put out an episode last week on mm-hmm. the day. What I think it was the day that Will Smith punches the alien. No, it was it, it was it was the second. Oh, it was the second. It was okay. the second. So it was the day that all aliens came through, and we really missed an opportunity to talk about Independence Day last week, which we've clearly rectified today. Yes. Uh, but I realized that we are halfway through 2021, which is shocking, alarming, a bit chilling, and uh, yeah. a bit of a relief. And I was thinking about the year in music, right? And I was like, it's kind of not been the year i expected it never is it never is. but i i and i was thinking i'm like what were the big surprises of the year of the year in music so far so luke i asked you to come up with five things that surprised you about music whether it was releases or news something about your listening habits something mm-hmm. about the industry at large or just as specific as a single artist so I've got five, you've got five, and let's just talk about what surprised us this year. I'll go first. Uh, this was the one that kind of uh, prompted this, because I was listening to Tyler, the Creator, as I've been doing a lot lately, because that new album's yes. great, and I was thinking, we haven't had a lot of hip-hop this year. Not from the big, like, normal, like, reclusive artists. Like, I'm thinking, like, Frank Ocean, Kendrick Lamar, even, like, Kanye. Like, it seems like with a year in quarantine, these guys could have kind of done their, like, Bo Burnham inside, where, like, they were stuck inside for a year and, like, made some music. Especially from, like, these, like, rapper producer guys. Well, Um, Kanye's been getting divorced, um, but also... That's probably why they're like, it's going to be a crowded field because everyone's coming back from quarantine, getting their quarantine projects out there. And they're but like, has it? Gonna wait, has it been a crowded field? 
I like like T- Tyler Al- Tyler's album clearly is like owning the moment right now. Brockhampton had a big album a couple months ago. But I feel mm-hmm. like I've listened to a lot less new hip hop this year. Maybe it's me missing out. Well, it depends out. what kind of hip hop you talking. Like I, I guess like the big because I mean Pusha T and the, the <laughs> those okay. guys are like technically huge and they've been putting out stuff nonstop. Then maybe but it's yeah. me. Maybe I'm surprised I've been listening to your hip hop titans. Yeah, you know, like that you mentioned have not, and I I get that. I feel like Tyler was the biggest one. Yeah, uh, this year. I'm just I'm surprised we haven't seen more. Well, you know what? We'll get to in shouts, but Vince Staples has one out this And week. I'm excited. So there you All go. All right, Luke, give me your first surprise. Okay, my first surprise is that one of my favorite albums, uh, the album for those I love, artist of the same name, uh, is spoken word lyrics in an accent, no less. And I've just uh I was thinking about King Cruel the other day when a couple years ago when his album came out and like everyone was loving him and I just like I was like I just don't get it and I feel like I something about the more spoken spoke sung like mm-hmm. accent British accent lyrics like maybe turned me off maybe I didn't because there wasn't that melody to pull me in that I didn't really like it and so I was just taken by surprise that for those I love became one of my favorite albums and it's got spoken word lyrics. I think you've always been more of a lyrical person than at least I me. Have. So that I'm it's I think definitely surprising, but like if you think about it, it does make some sense. Yeah. I'm a melody man as well as lyrical Lukey. Exactly. And the sample sleuth. And this I got a lot of titles going on. Uh Oh, so, can I do a quick sample sleuth? Yeah. Uh, um, I actually don't know what the original sample is, but Tyler, um, on his Slash song, I believe, that that sweet song, number 10 on the new album, yeah, that uses is. the sample that is, run the track, from, it's used in uh, Original Dawn by Major Lazer. Oh, okay. So. It's sort of like the main sample mm-hmm. of Original Dawn, it sort of drives it, and so that's why it was very recognizable to me. I did not do my sleuthery like I should have and looked up what the actual sample it was is. A, it was off-the-cuff sleuth. We'll forgive you. Yeah. Um, all right, my second surprise. Yes. Per- this is a personal one. I've listened to way, way more electronic music this year than I ever have before. Good. I'm glad. Uh, and, like, it's not a genre that I've ever disliked, but, like, and I... Maybe because of this podcast, because a lot of the artists I've really liked have been ones we've talked about. Uh, we're talking Fulamore, Pulamore Pan, uh, Roosevelt, who I played earlier, S.G. Lewis mm-hmm. I've talked about. There's just been yeah. a lot of electronic music. Maybe that's a benefit of being locked up for a year again, is that we didn't get all the hip-hop. We got a ton of people producing electronic music. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I think now that that's a very crowded field. and. Yeah. There is a lot of dance music that I feel like doesn't really do much for me, but there's those gems where it crosses over and like the the rhythm of it, like the beat, it's great dance music, but also there's like some heart and emotion and yeah. also interesting instrumentals going on. And uh, so, yeah, I think I've definitely listened to a little more this year too and found some of that good stuff that really stands out. Um, should I go to my next surprise? Yeah, let's hear it. 
Okay, my I'm surprised by this, but also delighted is that some of my early favorite albums, uh, the likes of Claude and Katie Kirby, have stayed at the top of my list so long because sometimes I feel like the old stuff just gets old, and I want to look forward. But those those two albums in particular really uh, have clung on and got their hooks in me, and yeah. uh, still in my top five. I think I, Katie Kirby is very good, but I think Claude is really something special. That album, especially as a debut, is incredible, and it's. it's I think Claude's going to be huge. Yeah, it's fun and it's heartfelt and it's got well-written lyrics and catchy beats and just it's it is a very 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 solid package and like yes, it's also yeah. in my top something. I I've got a big list of albums I've liked that I've yet to par down, but maybe I should soon to see where everyone stands. Yeah. What's your next surprise, sir? Uh this Maybe I uh, spent too much time looking at uh, memes about this, so I, I kind of thought it was coming. But I'm surprised that we are not getting the re-release of 1989 this summer. Oh. it That album by Taylor Swift is, uh, is such a summer sound. I feel like maybe that would be a huge thing to put out because... In- is this like why why re-release it? Like because of Scooter has the yeah masters? she's she's okay. been re-releasing her album and Red is coming out in November so maybe uh, 1989 which is the album after that comes out next summer and if so like that shake it off's coming back baby um, I just I was getting I was drinking a little bit of the the Swifty Kool Aid and I was like it's coming it's gonna be out by yeah. July and yeah. I. I need to try that Swifty Kool-Aid, by the way. I saw she had that sponsorship going on. Yeah, it's a when she bursts through the wall and goes, oh, yeah, it's very fun. Hey, speaking of, actually, sorry, quick sidebar uh, about Taylor Swift bursting into the room. Uh, Kyle showed me a TikTok this weekend that was like this couple uh, that was getting married. And the guy's like, oh, I want to introduce you to my friend Taylor and brings her out. And it's Taylor Swift. And it was weird because she seemed like kind of nervous, like. Cause she's like in front of like a smaller room full of people. Um, and I was like, wow, it's kind of weird to see Taylor. And they're like, she's trying to like talk something. She's clearly been like thinking about like, this is what I'm going to say when I get out there. And like, they keep talking or like, he's turning and talking and I'm like, you shut the fuck up and let Taylor's talk right now. You guys have no gratitude, but I think she was like friends with them or something, but it was pretty cool. She's yeah, That'd be very wild. Like I would not expect to to show up to my wedding. Yeah, it'd um, be insane. Yeah. I feel like it'd be overshadowing, um, like, right? Like It wasn't the wedding either. It was I said the wedding. It was like a, a engagement party or something okay. around All right, a, some party for the wedding. Yeah. I'll allow that. That makes more sense. Yeah. Okay, my surprise, this was like the first one I thought of is that I love a Julian Baker album cuz I was not a big fan of hers. Uh I was bored with her previous album. I found it boring. And um, I, on one hand, I think uh, if I revisited it, I would like it more. But also I think it's, uh, I appreciate the sound that she forged. And I think it's an important sound because a lot of people are copying it now. 
Uh, but her previous albums did bore me, and I feel like she just stepped it up with this new one, and I uh, I love it. I'm going to just skip to mine, because it's it's also Julian Baker-related, in <laughs> that the, uh, the members of Boy Genius that have put out albums this year haven't been my favorites. I, uh... Like uh, I agree with uh, I with agree with Lucy, but Lucy, I love yeah. Julian Baker's. Yeah, well, Lucy's as big was as, disappointing. As big as I was on Boy Genius, and as much like Phoebe Bridgers was my number one last year, and I, I still listen to to that album way too much. And the Julian Baker album, I was better than I thought it was going to be because I again, same as you, wasn't a giant fan, but I listened to it. and Went, oh, it's all right, and like really haven't returned to it. And the Lucy Dacus album. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing about uh, all the members of Boy Genius is like, that's what I'm talking about. That sound is really important because like even Phoebe's like sometimes her stuff comes off as boring or sounding the same to me because it's it's that type of production that like they really have pushed forward and it's like very floaty and the lyrics are almost slurred with how like sort of soft and you know all like sort of sliding into the next one which like again i think that's a sound a lot of people are copying and yeah. they sort of perfected it lucy was never like that her production was not all floaty and like soft like that i just feel it like was she always had a little more kick to her stuff i always so, feel like it was like a like just a skosh like garage bandy like not yeah the app, and she but, like, started more like guitar rock, punkier yeah. stuff. And so it's like, I get it. An artist evolves, you know, and changes their sound. But I just feel like hers was too similar to their sound and not close enough to what her sort of signature sound has been. Um, so yeah, I was a little disappointed in that. Yeah. That was, I, that's a bummer. I, it's, it's, yeah, it happens. Put, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to listen. They'll it's put out their... more stuff. Exactly. Uh, it leaves some spots on my list open for, for new people to, to yeah, move on up. There you go. My next one is just another album that surprised me and I loved it, which was Nasimiu Potions. I've talked about it to death. I don't really need to say much. I just went in my first big surprise. I was like, I heard I had Secret Secret sent to me that day. I got excited by it, looked up, saw I had the album sent to me, listened to the whole thing, reached out for an interview and for the podcast, and then like, in a couple days we were interviewed so i was like it was a big surprise took me off guard and just became one of my favorite albums of the year my last one the one i might be most excited about is that pop punk is back (laughs) no you're close but I believe I had it right on my list, which is that Sky's back. Okay, so we're both excited <laughs> and surprised by genres from our youth returning to the mainstream. Yeah, I mean, Scott has encapsulates post-punk in it. You know, I would say, like, Scott is a version of post-punk. Uh, I'm saying pop-punk. Pop-punk, pop-punk yeah. not post-punk, definitely. Not not post punk. I was um, kind of surprised that you were difference. saying Scott encapsulates post punk. No, no, I'm saying like <laughs> I'd say Scott is a is a version of pop punk, you know. Um, yeah. With with horns and <laughs> reggae influence. Um but, I don't know what it is about Scott. I gotta like I gotta like cleanse my palate on Scott because I just like I I don't I can't 
I just don't enjoy it. And like, I need to, I need, I need to do my uh, due diligence on Scott and make sure that it, I'm being, I'm being faithful to you. The just truth need of Scott. to. I mean, again, I only listen to Jeff Rosenstock's Ska Dream, and <laughs> it's just great. And okay. um, then there was one other band. Oh damn it! What was the name of that band? Here's that what we're gonna said. do. No, don't tell him, Luke. Don't don't say it. You're okay. gonna put a bunch of ska into the best song ever Discord channel. Okay. No, don't For commit me to, me to, to do that because no, I don't have a bunch of it. <laughs> you're gonna put don't. you're gonna put some good ska into the best song ever Discord channel. All right, for me to listen. No, but to. that's what I'm saying is I've listened to like two things. That's it. That's fine. That's all I've got. You're gonna put two things of ska into the best song okay. ever Discord channel, and if the people, if the listeners, if you at home want to hear and see who they are, you can go to our website, which is planetant.com/slash/bestsongever, and follow the link to the best and song ever dis- to or Discord. to the Planet Ant Discord. Or we have a channel called Best Song Ever, and you'll find that Ska. You'll find the proof that Ska is back. Yes. So um, that that's our that's the, come come and come and find the Ska. That's the best song ever. Promise. Exactly. You can expect to see results. You'll next find quarter. some Ska. <laughs> well, those were some pr- surprising insights there, Kevin. And you know what's not surprising is what? that we're about to give our recommendations of great music that we've been listening to in touts. Touts. All right, first up in my touts, I got the Go Team with Get Up Sequences Part One. Uh, super fun, upbeat. That album goes. They live up to the name and. Uh, I loved every song on it. Actually, I want to spend some more time with it. It's really fun. Ninja, who is the uh, singer and rapper on there, uh, kills it. I love the line about coming out of Michigan, going out of state, uh, over to Hollywood, corrupt in the UK, I think the lyric was. But I was like, hey, that's like... That's us. That's like us. We do all those things. No, we don't really, but we're from Michigan. And uh, so that's cool. Then... uh, the new Modest Mouse album, which was called the spiritual sequel to my favorite album, There's Good News for People Who Love Bad News. I really enjoyed that album. I felt like it's just Modest Mouse just doing their thing, having fun. Yeah. Uh, it's not like terribly different from what you would expect, but there's some solid songs on there. Yeah. And, um, I've enjoyed my time with it. It's, it's been a fun yeah. little album to put on. Plus, there's a song called Never Fuck a Spider on the Fly, which that's a great title right there. And, and good I advice. Also love, yeah. I love that Isaac Brock is like 50 now and he's still having bad acid trips. That's fun stuff. Uh, Laura Mavula with Pink Noise. That was one that came out this past week that I uh, it wasn't on my radar, but I've heard of her before. And it's super fun. If you haven't heard that yet, Kev, you'll like it. Some no, like I good, like. Lush 80s ish pop. Um, yeah. And then, but not all of it because she mixes it up and goes some different directions too. So that's cool. Um, also, Masterpiece, who is new to me with Public Display of Affection. Very uh, like pop punky, 
but re- emphasis on the pop. It's super catchy and fun. I recommend that one as well. And then, Kevin, I know you just caught up on your homework of watching Bo Burnham Inside. I did. And I don't know if you're as big of a musical head as Kyle and I are, but In the Heights, the movie is out now, so you should probably watch that now, too. Uh, did you see Hamilton, the movie? Yes, I, I, I mean, not okay. live. I'm not rich, not but the, I, uh, yeah, not yeah, the I saw movie. it on Disney it's Plus. The recorded. Yeah. Um, it's so good. And I mean, we've been like obsessed with Hamilton, but I've been singing in the Heights nonstop. I watched a, uh, 2009 performance when Lynn was doing the, the lead role cause he's not in the movie and, uh, mm-hmm. he, he does great. It was on the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade, uh, hosted by Matt Lauer, which was great, and uh, ooh, an unfortunate blast from the past. Don't care yeah. for that one. And then when they're teeing up the next, like whoever's coming up next, it's like someone, someone, and mega star Miley Cyrus. <laughs> it's like interesting way yeah. to uh, introduce her. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. But so many good songs in In the Heights, and the movie's super cool. Yeah, I'll. Uh... I have to watch that. It's, there's a time limit. Like, it's leaving HBO, so I, I yeah. should. Uh, oh, yeah, you have, like, just this week, so you got to get okay. on it. It's that's, only two and a half That's what I long. need. Is I, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll watch it in three separate uh, sittings, like Independence Day. Yeah, there you go. Um, actually, it is br- it is broken up over a few days, so you can, oh. like, do your same thing with it. Um, okay, my last tout is uh, Big Red Machine, the band made up of Justin Vernon from Bon Iver and Aaron Dessner from The National have a new song Renegade with the queen herself. We talked about it. Taylor Swift is on it and it's a really good song. I mean, obviously I've already talked about how I've been listening to it, but just got to give it a tout is Tyler, the creator you with call me if you to. get lost. This you album simply must is as good as I wanted it to be. It's rich and complex and deep and also kind of slaps like it is it is it is really good it's it's definitely his most banging album since uh since pre-flower boy yeah yeah for sure i uh have re-listened to it a couple times i love dj drama's narration throughout yeah Um, it's it's super fun i (laughs) i love when he uh I like how he even like insults you on one song where he's like, see y'all, you don't even get this. This is like what we do. We're on another level. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. Thanks. But <laughs> you, only it, you can insult me and still have me listen intently. DJ drama. <laughs> it's got such a fun, like old school rap head energy about it that like, I just yeah. really do appreciate. It is great. Can I give you one, my one, criticism of it which uh, i mean i haven't read all the lyrics but on the last song he uses the r word the one that used to be used for like intellectual disabilities and i was like tyler you made it so close to the end you said you didn't like to say the word bitch but then you're gonna use that word (laughs) i was like oh man hey as far as tyler albums go one r word is better than like 50 f words and i'm talking about the bad effort, not not fuck well fuck's yeah fuck's a great word <laughs> fuck's great get that on there more but yeah. yeah i still i still really enjoyed the album i was just like god damn it last yeah. song no that's the kind of thing you're just like oh. but overall 
I think it will probably still end up in my top 20. We'll see. Yeah. Um, someone you've played on the podcast that I clearly showed um, a liking for. Just really been spending a lot of time with Cyclorama by Polo and Pan. Oh, yeah. This album rules. You were totally like then the right to play it and be like, this is the best song ever. And this whole album's great. Yes. Um, I'm just, it's, it's like cinematic and lush and I could just yeah. picture like very widescreen landscape shots with each song. And I just, that's, it keeps getting played. It's been like yeah. my default for the last week of just like, I don't know what to listen to. I'm going to listen to this. Anytime I'm uh, driving by, you know, beautiful landscapes, sweeping vistas, I uh, turn that on. That, that happens often. Yeah, of course. A few more we'll go through quickly. Really enjoying the Faye Webster album, I Know I'm Funny. Ha ha. That was a big day of music that, that came out, and that was, was one of my favorites. I've really been enjoying it. Uh, a Kind of the happy surprise, Butterfly 3000 from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh yeah, I like I this album a lot. Too. This really album good. is, I mean, it, I can't. You can't say it's a return to form because I don't think they have a form that they ex- have ever existed in. Like they've always changed up their uh, their sound. But I really like this album. It's like psychedelic and mellow and just just really really good to just put on and kind of hang out and chill too. So I'm really yeah. glad to hear good new music from King Gizzard. It and reminds then, uh, me of like somewhere in between Paper Mache, Dream Balloon, and Nanagon, where it's like still the kind of cartoony, uh, cutesy thing, but with the psychedelic going on. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then the final album, this was something I discovered, I feel like I'm late to, um, this last week, which was Doom and Son from Bachelor, JSOM, and Palehound. Oh, actually, see, I thought that was Bachelor is JSOM and Palehound. I was confused Wait, really? by that before too. Yeah, so Bachelor is like Bachelor is JSOM and Palehound of the two Got of them it. coming together. So Doom and Son by Bachelor. Yes, that um, album's great. I'm late to it, but it's really, really good. No, and that's uh, you're not even late, man. Um, <laughs> but someone did share that in the Discord, and I uh was i listened to it like once but i want to go back i saw you're listening to it, and i was like shoot i need to revisit that because i love both jason and pale hound separately and then together i was digging those singles so want to spend some more yeah. time with that too it's a, good it's one. a really strong album very into it probably on my on my end of year list if i'm being honest i love a strong bachelor <laughs> i say it every season you, you do and are always disappointed uh, and if you'll direct your attention to the screen behind me, we will follow up our touts with some shouts. <laughs> All right, let me just fire up my PowerPoint here. Okay, uh, first up, I mentioned it already, Vince Staples with Vince Staples. Wow. One could say perhaps this is the most personal project for him because it's his name. And um, then we got TK Maidza with Last Year Was Weird, Volume 3, baby. Volume 2 was super good. Uh, these are EPs that she's been putting out. I don't know if you're familiar, Kevin. I first heard her when she had a song with Killer Mike. Ooh. 
So that's the kind of talent she's uh, in the booth with sometimes. That's and she exciting. does a she has a great cover of uh, Where's My Mind by the Pixies that she makes like way synthier. And so mm. I'm very interested. All of her EPs have been sweet. Oh, wait. I'm no, I'm I totally did hear volume two. This was really good. Or or volume one. I don't know. I think I no, missed volume one. I remember seeing the album cover and thinking it was very yeah, cool. Where she's like on the and motorcycle now, or something. Like, yeah, I finally like put sometimes I just like have no, you need thought, that visual Yeah. You, you like I just like haven't thought of like cover. how to vocalize anything about it. No, I would do that uh I used to do that when Brian was like talking about something and I would look up on Spotify and like sometimes the name would mean nothing to me, but then I see the album cover and I'm like, I know what this is. Yeah, it's it's weird that as uh audio medium music requires such a visual like idea. We're visual learners. That's that's just the way we are. We're creatives, you know? Um then uh but yeah, TK shouts to her, that's gonna be cool. Um then Health Wave. I like saying it that way, but it's really half wave. Um, I love half wave. The previous two albums have been amazing. Uh, she's awesome. Played her on the podcast before. And mm-hmm. Mythopoetics is the new album coming out. So very interested in that. Mm-hmm. Then last up, I played them on the podcast. Uh, Shushu, they just put out their collaboration album, which was awesome. And now they're doing an EP, Moira. So check that out shushu's always uh, doing some crazy cool experimental shit give us a spelling there luke for the the people at home that's an xiu that's how you spell that shoe xiu xiu is that band uh for my first shout i have an artist that is well known putting out a self-titled album as well just like vin staples just like him we've got twin shadow with twin shadow Twin shadow yes love twin shadow That's and those really, new songs have been very yeah. interesting and all over the mm-hmm. board yeah i uh i really have loved his last few albums they've they've definitely been in my end of year list so i'm excited to, sure. to hear some new stuff uh we have the alchemist with rapper's best friend six I, uh, I haven't listened to Rapper's Best Friend 1 through 5, so I hope I'm not lost on this one. The Alchemist don't stop. He's put out like 12 no. albums this year. I mean, he's a producer, but he's yeah. like the greatest. It's it's insane. Uh, we have one that we, we talked about earlier, Luke, that we're both excited for. Reggie Snow with Baba Black Sheep. Hell yeah. Love Reggie. I... Uh, yeah, his last album, Dear Annie, was very good because it addressed My Girlfriend and Your Cat. Yes. Uh, and was also a bunch of really, really good music. So No, I'm I think it was mainly good because it addressed Your Girlfriend and My Cat. It was, The music wasn't good. It was <laughs> just mainly good for that reason. He doesn't mean it, Reggie, if you're listening. He doesn't mean I it. I don't. And, uh, you know, if you're looking for something to do on a Friday and you just haven't had a uh, bad enough day, you can turn on... Various artists with Space Jam, A New Legacy, the soundtrack. Oh, the opposite of what you just said. If you're having a shitty day and you need to amp it up. (laughs) Have you seen the Porky Pig rap, Luke? Which Porky Pig rap? You're going to need to be more specific. I've seen a lot of them. You haven't seen it? Uh, You're lucky. It's very bad. It's Porky Pig doing a notorious 
B.I.G. But he says he's P.I.G. Oh shit! No, sounds like great. you 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 look excited, Luke, and you you need to temper expectations. I'm very excited um, because it's. I I don't even think like the original Space Jam is like good, right? Like it's nostalgic. I love right. it, but like that movie's not perfect. Uh, it's far from it. But like, oh boy, this one. Well, gonna get a yikes. Well, I'm going to watch it immediately when we finish this podcast, and then I'm going to share it in the Discord and say to everyone, check out this sick new rapper who's my favorite <laughs> and is better than Biggie. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to be like, from, uh, from this point forward, uh, when you ask someone Tupac or Biggie, you're going to have to say Tupac or Biggie or Piggy. Oh. Uh, all right, so <laughs> should we close out the show now? Luke, tell me, tell me about our three daddies. Anything to change the subject? All right. Well, we got three daddies. I'm gonna prove it to you. We're a Planet Podcast powered by Pinecast. What do you have to say to that? Not so high and mighty now, are you? Head over to PlanetAnt.com, and uh, while you're over there, go to the Best Song Ever page and join our Discord. And then also, our third daddy, Offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. They started the shelf sessions again, uh, where musicians uh, do like a live uh, performance in in our editor's home. So go check that out. There's one of those Ooh. up now. And uh, also my interviews with Nassimiu, Sophia Kennedy. I don't remember the rest of them. Go check them out. <laughs> go read Luke's things. They're all very well done. Sure. <laughs> so that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This has been best song ever. B to the S-E. B to the S-E. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.